Hi, I'm Anas. And I'm Grace. We love the Wheel of Time fandom, and we love talking about why it's so special. Our mission is to give back to the fandom through projects that amplify the fun and camaraderie. I thought it was we make people cry. Mm, yeah, but in a good way. This, This is The Light's Work. and welcome back to The Light's Work. This is Grace, and I am here, as always, with my very clever friend, Anas. How are you doing tonight, Anas? I'm hoping to be extra clever tonight. You know, it's it's our first of three-part series in these uh, episodes we planned for, I feel like, a very long time. So I'm, I'm hoping to be extra clever. Uh, how are you? Uh, yeah, I'm doing great. I also am feeling very excited about tonight's recording. We have a very special guest. And yes, as you mentioned, we are doing something we have not yet done before. We're doing a three-part series. It's kind of like a mini Lightswork documentary on one of our favorite podcasts. And I think one of the first podcasts that you and I both listen to uh, in the fandom. Talk around Riyadh. So tonight we have with us the lovely Jen Isgro. How are you doing tonight, Jen? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. Um, what do you think about this idea we have of doing a three-part series and talking to each of you individually? I'm a little bit nervous, I have to admit. I don't think I've ever been on a show where like I was being interviewed like as me. I think I've just been on other podcasts, like, putting in my two cents about Wheel of Time stuff. But this is, like, more about us and me just tonight. So I'm excited. Yeah. Do you usually get invited as a trio? Or have you been on things on your um, own before? No, not really. In the beginning, I think we were on the Dusty Wheel together. But usually if somebody's, like, I was on um, Twatcast and... If Dusty Wheel wants one of us, they usually throw it out like who's available and whoever's available will go on. So we're often not together. Well, you're definitely right. We want to get to know you more as a person, not necessarily as part of Talk Around Riyadh, but we will definitely ask you questions about the podcast as well. Um, but yeah, no pressure though. It's not like an interrogation. So okay. like you can, <laughs> it's a conversation. You can ask okay. us stuff too. We just love to talk about the fandom yes. and, you know, how people got into this. So The first thing we always ask is, what is your Wheel of Time origin story? How did you find the books? How did you become a fan and get involved in this community? So I was introduced to the books by Tom, who is my one of my co-hosts on Talk Around Riyadh. I just always was reading different fantasy stories, and he recommended them to me. And I think I started reading them maybe like two years after he did. So I remember, I think it was 2007, because I was in, I remember being in Disney World with a bunch of friends and having one of the books with me on that vacation. And then I was working at the time, I was a receptionist, and I would just email Tom and his brother, and probably Joe as well. We, and, and every day, like I would read on the way to work. And then we'd just email back and forth. I'd be like, oh, this happened, this happened. And he'd write, they'd write back and we'd go back and forth like all day just emailing about it. So that was like a really fun time. I was not on any message boards for Wheel of Time like or anything like that. So that was like my connection to being able to talk to somebody about it. And um, I only read the books once through and then I just put them down. 
And that was it. And then Joe said, do you want to start a podcast? You know, about almost four years ago. I was like, yeah, okay. And then I was like, I better read these books again because I <laughs> I don't remember everything. So I'm still in the process of reading them again now for the first time. And I actually like that I don't remember everything because it's making it more fun to reread. When you first like read the books, did you like realize, whoa, these, I mean, A, they're long books, right? They're yeah. long series. Did, were you like, this is like the best books I've ever read that I'm going to do. I'll, I'll be so invested <laughs> that 10 years later, I'm going to be doing a, a podcast about it. No, definitely not. <laughs> I love, I like them a lot. Obviously I really did like them a lot, but you know, as far as like knowing that this would happen, no, definitely not. <laughs> but I'm yeah. happy that it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's always interesting, you know, like, so you actually had, you know, in-person friends that recommended mm -hmm. it to you and that's, yeah what you knew for a very long time right like i mean like you like like like, like 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 yeah, joe yeah. and tom right like these are people yeah. that you knew and you read the books and had someone to discuss with a lot of time people we talk to they're like oh we like never ever met a person who had read the right. books until like now <laughs> no and, and... i i read i i knew i met tom and joe in college so probably like a, like early 2000s we became like good friends so i'd known them for a while and then joe would there's some other guys that we know, too, who've read the books, but they're not as, like, obviously obsessed with them now as we are. <laughs> so was your introduction to the fandom as you know it now in terms of, you know, Twitter of time, mm -hmm. conventions, you know, all of the stuff that we do as a fandom, was that not until after you started the podcast? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, okay, cool. we started it and then, yeah, started getting on Twitter and just all of a sudden... There was all everybody was kind of popping up around the same time, a lot of different podcasts. Then I just I started listening to some and now it's making friends trying to watch their YouTube videos. It's like overwhelming now. But I feel like, yeah, I definitely didn't have any idea of this fandom until we started watching it. Yeah. Not started doing it. I mean, do you have like a favorite like go to podcast or YouTube channel that you do when you have the time? I know I it's do. hard to. I do. Yeah. I, I listen to the Wheel Weaves. I love them. <laughs> I was so happy that I got to meet them this year for the first time in person at JordanCon. I was like a fangirling a little bit over them. But um, yeah, when I started reading, I was like, I got to I don't even know if I started listening to them from the beginning, but early on in my reread, I was like, oh, there's so many reread podcasts. Like I'm going to start listening to this one. And now I'm like, I'm like a year behind on them because I took a break from reading. And yeah. now I'm like, I have to catch up. So I'm like trying to like read really fast so I can listen to their episodes and catch up. But yeah, I really, they're like my favorite podcast. I love them. Yeah, I have this like, I feel like impossible kind of thought in my head that in my next reread, when I reread, I'm going to like listen to multiple like read like first time reader podcast so to get it, it seems impossible but i feel like i want to do something like that i, I think yeah but crazy. by the you'll read like one chapter and then it'll be like two weeks before you get, right, exactly. the time you get to all the reread podcasts you'll be like yeah. oh i forgot what happened no it's but sometimes like i i feel like i just read it and then i listen to them and i'm like i didn't even they just picked up on something that i literally just read it yesterday and i'm like oh yeah that's so i like yeah. reading it. it it really like opens it up and makes you think about other things that you might not have thought about. So I enjoy that. Yeah. 
So have you finished your second reread yet? Or no. like where are you in I'm in, in the... A Crown of Swords. I just now I've been, I read it to my daughter at night when she goes to sleep. <laughs> she's like a little older, so I don't want to read her like baby books anymore. So it's like, oh, I'll read her, I'll read Crown of Swords to her so I have more time to read. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of what I just Oh, so I just read the chapter where um this spoilers on this podcast. Can I Ooh. We can warn people. Yeah. We try not to, but yeah, we can we can Okay. Um, <laughs> then I don't have to say it. I'm I'm like three quarters of the way through. It's a parent chapter mm. that tricked me because I forgot that there was like a secret plan going on. I'll just say that. And I was like, what just happened? And then I'm like halfway through the chapter. I'm like, oh, they got me. Like, I forgot. That's what I'm saying. Like, I forget little things. Like, obviously, the big beats, like, yeah. I remember. But like yeah. little things that happen. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. They got me. I forgot about that. So. Yeah, that's one of the best things about rereading is just, I mean, there's so much to take in in the books mm-hmm. and you can never stop finding things to talk about and to um, remember. Yeah. So going back to Talk Around Riyadh, you all just celebrated your 200th mm-hmm. episode. That was oh just this past week. So yeah. how does that feel? 200 episodes, what's that like? It's crazy. It's really crazy. I was just like, I was looking at YouTube just now before I jumped on and I was looking at some of our old videos and our first YouTube live stream was in August of 2020, which I guess was our year anniversary. And it was so, it looks horrible. <laughs> like the YouTube video, I'm like, Tom's like completely washed out. I'm so dark. I'm like, what are we doing? And it's crazy to think like, it's been, it's been almost four years, 200 episodes. And now I feel like not that I'm a pro at it, but it's so much more natural and like, I think I think we had a good rhythm in the beginning just because we knew each other already mm-hmm. and we were like so used to talking, but we've learned to like try not to talk over each other. You know, there's like different things that you pick up on in doing it for this long. But yeah, I can't believe that. I can't believe that we've done 200 episodes and the second season isn't even out yet. Like how? I don't even, <laughs> I know I've done it, but how did we fill 200 episodes? I was like thinking we, the same thing yeah. as you we were talking. I was like, four years, 200 yeah. episodes and one season. Yeah, almost, almost two. So uh, close. Uh, wow. Doing a podcast with your friends for four years, 200 episodes, you knew each other beforehand. Like what, so Anas and I, we're in like 38 episodes. It hasn't even mm-hmm. been a year yet. Like, what do you think we still have to learn? Like, what would be your advice uh, to us as friends who do a podcast together? I don't know. I just like having fun. I never like to get too serious with it. Like, and sometimes that's to our detriment because we'll go off on like jokes that nobody else knows what we're talking Then we'll be like, stop, that's, <laughs> nobody knows what we're talking about. But even when we do that, I feel like people will respond to it because of our like connection and they could tell like we're having fun and it's funny to listen to. So I would just, that's just what I, what I feel. I'm, I'm always like, I, I like to be like silly and come like a silly joke. I just like, to, I, I like to keep it fun and light. So um, yeah, not that there's, there's serious moments, but not, not many on our show. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, listening to you guys, it's always like, well, not that I feel like Joe does this, but like, I feel like there's times when Joe's like, okay, let's like, Time management and trying to, <laughs> trying to get, but you know, the, and then it, it's just funny to kind of see um, how it's changed. So I recently, well, I say recently, it's been over a year, I feel like now. Um, I started, I've listened like in between, then I start listening and then I like miss a few. So I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to start from the beginning and I'm like oh, 30 God. episodes in or something. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and I'm, and I'm, I'm like writing down 
things that I see. <laughs> as I, as I, and then I like okay. forget. Like I looked at my notes of these things and I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. But one of the first things I remember, and I feel like this was mentioned on Twitter too, is like how you used to always talk about, so those crack researchers on, yes. uh, on <laughs> you know, on, um, I don't know, what floor or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like it's things like that where like I was like, wait, I know this joke. These are not yeah. actually researchers. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> Um, we had to stop doing that because our researchers were Watt series. Like eventually Watt series just like came to be and we were getting all of our notes from, you know, we were like, our researchers were them. So I was like, well, we have to like give them the credit for it. You can't just like keep saying we have a research team in the back. You know, that's what we used to say. So then we just started saying like, okay, it's Watt series. So that's why even I just, we just posted something like, for the 200th episode, and I, I think I commented back to Omar on one of them, like, we couldn't have done it without our research team. Like, it's still yeah. a yeah. joke that that's like, yeah, yeah that was that was an early thing that we used to say. Yeah. The <laughs> other thing I noticed is, like, you, you would mention, like, so this Tamerlan guy on Twitter, and it's, like, Matt, like, before the Dusty Wheel, <laughs> that was it. Oh, Tamerlan. Oh, like, <laughs> this Tamerlan from Theoryland has this, and I'm like... God. Um, this is so funny. And there's like other stuff like, you know, I think this is Dana Lou. Like you're like saying oh, like names that. of people. Yeah, people and we're like, like friends with now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, you know, like I, I think like you're like quoting Lord Matt Cawthon. And it's just like funny oh stuff God. where you're like, I know, like I, I had more fun listening to it in <laughs> high, yeah. like knowing right. all of it then you were probably recording it. You know, it's just so no, much yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dana Lou was actually like our first cheerleader. I feel like she yeah. was like one of the first people that was like coming into chat and like mm -hmm. like posting about us and like telling people. And she does that for a lot of podcasts. Right. I've seen her do that. And I've always yeah. remembered that, that she was like our, our first person who tried to pipe us up. <laughs> and she's yeah. still there, still listening she... 200 episodes later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah, Zool. We we need to have her on the podcast at some point because oh, wow. that is yes. she really does do the lights work, right? She's <laughs> yeah. always yes, supporting people. Yes. Like so many people have told me, she was the first person to support them or their whatever they're working on. So yeah, yeah. she's she's great. So thinking back to all of those episodes, two hundred episodes, do you have a favorite that you can recall? Oh my god, <sighs> I always think about a really early one where like Tom was ranting and raving and I can't oh I think it's <laughs> oh is called... this the one uh, is this the one where like something was released and Tom is like they're gonna do two books there's no way they're gonna is that yeah. the one <laughs> it was the one where we saw blood when blood calls blood was an episode and we were like they're gonna do two they're gonna do mm -hmm. great hunt in season one yeah. and mm. it wasn't it, the title was something like Blood Calls Blood, but it was like Blood Boils Blood. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> and most of the, and it was really early on, but most of the episode is just Tom like screaming about it. <laughs> but it, it was really funny. And that was a very scary moment in the fandom, I feel like, when we were like, oh my God, they're doing Blood Calls Blood in episode five. Like what? And everyone's trying to figure out like how that's mm -hmm. possible and... Yeah, I don't know why that that episode always stuck with me. That's a really early one. All right, I'm looking it up now. What? Yeah. So that's episode twenty. Yeah. Oh Blood my god! Life. Is it? Yep. Oh yep. my god! Yep. I didn't realize 20. it was that far back. There have to be wow. other better ones after that. <laughs> January 20, 2020. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's probably not as good as I remember if it was that old. 
<laughs> it just sticks with me. It just kind of recently me. listened to because yeah. you know I I I I've been listening again or you know uh, going through it again. Yeah. And I remember that and I'm like. Um, Tom, it's okay. Like I just want to yeah. tell Tom, it's fine. <laughs> I don't feel like Tom yells as much as he used to either. But I, but I do love pushing Tom's buttons. That's just something I enjoy all the time. Like with the barbers and everything. That was an early joke too. That mm-hmm. he said, "There's no barbers," and there was literally a barber cast and in the first season, which was like the greatest thing ever. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think of a more recent one. I can't believe that was so old. <laughs> Well, we episode 42, which I do remember, was our interview with Jennifer Chung Garcia, which right. was not very, uh, not, well, frowned upon, I'll say, by Amazon. <laughs> they were not happy about that. And I I think there was like a slight lockdown after that moment. <laughs> but we got the, got the interview. It's still out there. It hasn't been taken down. So that was a really fun moment. Um, and we've never had another one since. <laughs> Maybe someday they'll let us. Yeah, that was so cool. (laughs) Yeah, like I remember seeing that and I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like I bet they're going to like get to interview lots of people. And then like (laughs) that was the only one. (laughs) Oh, well. She's very nice though. I really love talking to her. She was like, oh, we'll come back on. Maybe we'll get Priyanka. And we were like, oh yeah, great. (laughs) She probably got a very stern phone call the next day. Like, what is this? How did you, how did you land that? Did you just like reach out to her? or I Instagram messaged her. Wow. I literally Instagram messaged like a ton of people. She answered me Mm -hmm. and we set it up. The first time she actually forgot and we were like (laughs) sitting there waiting and she never showed up. And then, but then she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. We set up another day and she came and we did it. But like, yeah, from then on, we just, yeah, I don't think you're technically supposed to like Instagram message people. Are they supposed to go through their their management or whatever? So that was probably, but have your people well. talk to their people. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't have people. That's the problem. <laughs> We're the people. <laughs> Maybe yeah. someday we'll have people. But I mean, it was so yeah. early. You can just claim ignorance, like you didn't. No, know. of course like, we did. Yeah. No, we didn't. I mean, whatever. She answered, and we yeah, right. And we well, did the interview. We didn't, right. and we were like very careful. I'm like, I'm not going to try to get spoilers out of her, trick her. We just mm-hmm. wanted to know, like, what's your experience? What do you, you know, we yeah. kept it very vague. So maybe that's why it was, like, never taken yeah. down or anything. In terms of, you know, other things that, that, that came to be, do you remember when Hen News kind of started and, <gasps> you know, what the origin of that was? I don't remember the first one, but we, this was probably, like, right after episode one when there was, like, nothing coming, you know, episode one, season one mm-hmm. of the show when... There was like no news. There was nothing happening. So I started doing the what's happening. I was like, I'll do a segment to take up time where I just like troll Instagram or Twitter and anything that's interesting, not even related to the show, but just like other things that people are doing. And I'll do a segment on it. I pick like a couple each week and do it. And then force people doing like I had horse news. Like I was just being (laughs) stupid with it. And then hen news, she just posted so much about the hens that I just kept like doing it and calling it hashtag hen news and and then I don't even remember like how she I know Rob um you know from Malkier Talks was like on an episode on one of our episodes where I wasn't there and he had like been communicating with her too and then yeah it just like she once she started like responding to it I was like well I have to keep doing this hen news like you know I have to report on these hens all the time and it just got it just became funny and 
I kept doing it. And then I was like, well, I got to be serious. I can't like joke around. It's not, I didn't want her to think we were making fun of the hens. So then I had to be like, oh, we got to talk about the hen rescue. And, you know, I never wanted her to be like upset or, you know, and then when the hens would pass away, I have to try to do a very serious, you know, it's our pets. But yeah, it's hard yeah. to talk about hens and not laugh. <laughs> Unfortunately, like I just, it's just, it's not even that it's funny, but it's just like, what am I doing? Like, why am I talking about hens? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The premise yeah. of this is like the segment where we're going to talk about like hens, right? It's yeah. Like, like when yeah. she got, yeah, this is the Wheel of Time thing where we talk about hens. Like, why? So, like, when she, the, hen, the latest hen that she has, I think it's Perry hen, is the one that got like hit by a car. And dragged like a mile, in the, in, like in the grill of the car, and then she sa- somebody brought it to her, and she saved it. And it's fine, but I'm telling the story, and Joe, I just see Joe laughing because he wants to say like, well, "How did the chicken cross the road?" or whatever. I'm like, "This isn't funny." Like, I'm trying to be serious here, so it's it's hard. But she's very, she laughs, you know, too. She's she loves she loves it. She always like messages us and like comments, so. Yeah. For anybody, I'm just saying she. It's Juliet Howland. For anybody yes. who doesn't know, she's the actress who plays Matt's mom in season one, and she um, has a lot of hens as pets and rescues hens, and so that's where Hen News came from. But yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep. I, I've I've I told him I'm taking a hiatus from what's happening for a little bit because we actually have stuff to talk about now. So mm. I I want to save what's happening for like the drought in between seasons two and three when we have nothing to talk about. Yeah, the the Hen News is really sweet and like. I find I get attached to the hens. Like right. I, I like yeah. I want to know what's happening with them. And then you're right. Like when one passes away, it's like really sad because yes. you feel like you know this hen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that and is. And I don't even so- like birds. Like I actually, <laughs> I'm actually afraid of birds. So it's weird that I've been like, I feel like I should get a hen. Like I keep telling Joe to get one because he lives a little bit upstate and he has like a big backyard. So he's probably the one who would get a hen. I'm pressuring him to get one, maybe someday. Yeah, I feel like he needs to. He definitely does. H- have you thought of a name for, for the hen? Is there, oh, is no, there, I, I don't okay. know. There has to be a wheel of time. She has Avihenda, yeah. Perry hen. Takaranri um, hen? Yeah. <laughs> she has Nynaeve. <laughs> um, yeah, Takahenriad? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Henry-ad. a long name for a <laughs> yeah. hen. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So what has surprised you most about doing, I mean, obviously head news was something you (laughs) did not expect to be doing. Is there anything else that really surprised you about doing a podcast? I feel like when we've, I've always like hated the sound of my voice before this. And now I'm like, that's not that bad. I've kind of gotten used to it. Like hearing it so much because I'm the only one who actually listens back. Joe edits it and Tom doesn't listen. I'm the only one who like will listen back to the episodes. So I'm like, I've kind of gotten used to that. So that, that I thought was going to bother me for like a long time and it, I kind of got used to it. Yeah, I mean, the fandom in general, just like, I mean, you guys know you're literally doing a whole podcast about it, but they're like, it's like the nicest group of people on earth, you know, statistically the best. So just the way everybody, well, everybody welcomed us. Nobody's like catty or like competing against each other. Even the podcasts that are like very similar are like, best friends like everyone's just kind and nice and welcoming and like I like wasn't used to that in my regular life because I come from like a theater background where everyone's Mm -hmm. just like mean to each other all the time like the the leads you got the leads and then the chorus and like you know when you come in as a new podcast you think like oh well you know whoever's been around this long you know they're gonna be and nobody was like that 
everyone so that was actually surprising i'm like wow like people are nice (laughs) that's a shock (laughs) yeah i mean that's obviously been one of the best things about our experience as well and, and that's why we do the podcast why do you think that is that's something we always ask people to to give us their theories on like why is the fandom so awesome i don't know is it just like that the book series just like pulls in kind welcoming people like just get attached to the wheel of time I don't I don't particularly know I really I don't even have an answer to that it's just I mean you would think every fandom is like sharing love for something that they all care about but it's not really the case you know and sometimes it seems like in fandoms people even unfortunately in this one a little bit very small contingency of people are just like angry about stuff all the time with the show you know you're just like, just why? Like, like that song, um, the American Pie parody. I'm like, how do you watch that song and not like, Yeah. like, even if you don't like the show, just like, I want to cry when I think about the lyrics. He's just like, let your inner middle schooler enjoy the ride. Like, just everyone loves it. So just be happy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Every, yeah. But like a lot like Star Wars, Marvel, there's always somebody complaining about something online and it's I don't feel like the wheel of time is very minuscule I'd say like 95% of people are just kind and warm and accepting it's amazing yeah I think you know that's the the one thing we always hear is how welcoming and accepting yeah people are it's just yeah you see it all the time and it's uh yeah it's it's something that what three we won't, we've only had one season right like so there's been a lot of waiting and angst and all this that stuff but it's still like it's still um uh, like a fun time together at any convention or yeah. you know online stuff so yeah i mean we finally got the the trailer for season two and the amount of fun around it in the last couple of weeks has just been crazy right i've been anybody that's ever like shown an interest in the wheel of time that i know i'm like watch this watch this watch this <laughs> like sending it to my my brother watch the first season i was like here it's out watch it right now yeah but. so the other thing one other thing we ask people is you know doing the lights work and sharing you know all all the things you do um is there any instance where you know within the fandom that you've been the recipient of the lights work hmm i mean i rob um, from Weekly Wheel News created a Hen News t-shirt for us that I thought was really sweet. And he actually sent one to Juliet too and she wore it. And it was, I just thought that was like, he didn't have to do that, you know, like make a whole shirt and just like design for us. I thought that was really great. Um, trying to think of any other ones, but yeah, just the way that everyone is supportive of each other, you know, like the same, like Matt was like, from Dusty Wheel was like incredibly supportive of us in the beginning too and yeah just inviting us on the shows sharing I think the the shirt thing is like a specific thing for for me really Mm -hmm. um also Juliet sent us hen gifts as well (laughs) she sent me a hen mug and two hen pens (laughs) with literal pictures of her hen like on it (laughs) on her two hens on the beach it's really fun so yeah not to go yeah. back to hens again, but yeah, for some reason, that's the thing that I'll be most famous for forever <laughs> is talking about hens. Do you remember that Wheel of Time podcast and they talked about hens a lot? <laughs> yeah, that hen podcast that talked about Wheel of Time a little bit. <laughs> like, that was a good podcast. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that's, that's so okay. sweet about the the t-shirt. Yeah, Rob yeah. is is incredibly sweet. And actually, I was thinking about hens too. And this is sort of like a small <laughs> lights work thing within your Discord server. You have someone who posts a monthly <laughs> hen photo from a hen calendar, yes. and it's just like little stuff like that is just what makes this place so special. So I always look forward to seeing those posts. Yeah. Um, do you remember the name of the person who is does it that? Tiana. Yeah, that sounds right, yeah. I think. Yeah, well, the Tiana first of every her... month, yeah, we get the yeah. hen, the fabulous hen picture from her calendar. Yeah. yeah, and she's done it for two years now, right? Yes. Like she had a 2022 and then she got another hen yeah. calendar for 23. Yeah. <laughs> Can't let us down now. You got to keep posting the hens. That's forever. Right. <laughs> I actually have, oh, maybe I shouldn't say this because it might be a surprise at some point. So okay. never mind. <laughs> Insert hen, redacted hen related okay. conversation. It's <laughs> uh, good. um one of the ways that you bring the lights work jen i think is with your singing you have an incredible singing voice you've done some really great parodies for watt idol but you also have um been singing in the lobby at WatCon, and i know because i was there (laughs) last year and this year with you singing um so i'm just wondering like when did you first start singing and like why is that something you like to share with the fandom um, I mean, I was probably really little when I just started singing on my own. My mother um, sings also. She sings in, well, she used to sing in church and she was also in like a a variety group that would like go out and sing in like clubs and stuff. Um, so I started probably like I, I joined like the church choir when I was in like second grade. That was probably my first time singing like out for people. But then I did theater in high school and college, and I was in two different bands, um, one original and one just covers, um, like in college in my 20s. Uh, I've just always loved singing. I mean, and I love like a lot of different kinds of music, like Disney music, theater music, like hard rock, pop, like I'll literally sing anything. And I make up songs and just sing all day, and my daughter's just screaming at me to stop always but I I don't know I've just always enjoyed singing and I don't I just yeah I love sharing singing I love singing with other people like that's why I wanted to do like we did the sing-along I didn't Mm -hmm. want to make it a performance I wanted everyone to be singing because I thought that was more fun and like more inclusive for everybody and I think it actually went over pretty well everybody seemed to have a good time this year at WatCon so we'll probably do it again next year hopefully but yeah, I just, I've always, yeah, I've just always enjoyed it and I can't stop. So I want to sing it every opportunity I can. <laughs> I've, I really love doing the parody songs. I feel like we, I did a couple of like silly ones on my own and then the, the contest started and now I'm like, oh, I have to do it with Joe and Tom because Joe does the videos like amazingly and mm-hmm. it's just so, it's so funny. It's so funny doing it, doing it with all three of us. So I, re- I really enjoy that. And working on the lyrics, it's that's like really, it's really a fun time. Do you have thoughts for next year already or? We do. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say obviously, but Joe had a really good idea and we started like kind of working on lyrics. Joe writes most of the lyrics. I'll go oh. in and like add things like here and there. But for the last two, Joe's like done the majority of the lyrics. So he came up with a good idea, which I think... Um, 
I think might go over well. He wants to tug at the heartstrings a little bit on, the, uh, on next year, uh, so I'll just leave uh, it at that. But uh, mm-hmm. we can do a serious <laughs> one. Okay. Uh, okay. But I, I think I, it'll be. I don't uh, know if I'm ready for. I think it'll Mario be good. Yet. Well, we have to. We we made it to the top eight, so now we have to like. We see who keeps winning, and now we have to like mm-hmm. <laughs> go that route. <laughs> like, the emotional people keep winning, so we have to. Uh, That's true. You're right. Except for do. the first. I mean, the first year was just silly, silly and emotional, I guess. But <laughs> yeah. The next yeah. two years, it's like oh, we gotta, we gotta yeah. go that road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I I love your parodies that the three of you do together. They're so <laughs> much fun. And somebody dark friend I thought was like so genius. Yeah. I, yeah. I was rooting for that one for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, one last question, and this is uh, for no reason at all, not related to any sort of ulterior motive that I might have at okay. all. Um, sure. But would you ever consider as a career uh, being a singing prophet who brings Rand news to the Westlands? <laughs> Does that appeal to you in any way? Just just curious. A singing prophet <laughs> who brings Rand news to the Westlands. Um, sure. Yeah. As like I would in my world right now, or if I was inside the wheel, the wheel. If of you time. were in the wheel of time, okay. like, like if you were to be like yeah. like cast in the wheel of time, you know, um, would you do that? Yeah, I think that would be a good idea. People have to know about Rand, and what better way to gather people around you than with song? So, yeah. um, yeah, I think that would be very a very good career for me. Yeah, like what is this <laughs> masingma? Is that what you're going for? <laughs> masingma. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> thing, I like it. Thank, thank you thank you for validating okay. my fan casting that Anna's no hated so now I feel I feel vindicated I, I was I somebody else too it. right oh no because you both what what was no I, Anna's, you Anna's you did she, she did Masima I did Millie Skane so I I, I oh, did right. all three of you as, <laughs> as dark, dark friends, friends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah yeah all right <laughs> and uh, and Grace did Shinaran so yeah Okay. Yeah. All right. We at least at least we had themes that we stuck with. Yeah. So. But I yeah. want to be hot masingma. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, okay. exactly. We have to put the hot in front of it now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hot hot masingma. Hot masingma. Okay, got, got it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Last thing that we do is we do a bunch of rapid questions. So these are much faster. You just okay. like one word answers or yes or no, first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Um so Honest, do you want to start or do you want me yeah. to? Yeah, no, I can start. Okay, okay. okay go ahead. All right. Um, favorite Wheel of Time book? The Shadow Rising. Favorite character? Matt. Favorite season one episode? Episode three. Favorite actor on the show? Madeline Madden. Favorite season two trailer scene? Oh, boy. Um, probably the Damani channeling on egg wayne and elaine mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah that one's yeah. pretty cool yeah will uno survive season oh, two boy no i hate myself <laughs> <laughs> um, most exciting season two episode title oh god damane i just like that one gonna be a good episode <laughs> it's gonna be awful but yes yeah <laughs> yeah um perrin matt or rand matt <laughs> min elaine or avienda god min hood or hair hair <laughs> god yeah. yes <laughs> yes we're with yes. you on that <laughs> definitely team hair at the lights work yes yeah yeah <laughs> 
Um, uh, I think that's pretty much all we have. Did you have anything okay. else in us that you thought of as we were talking? No, I think, um, yeah, I, <laughs> I think um, there's one thing I was going to, no, but I think we, yeah, we covered pretty much everything. Is there, is there something from this, the season two trailer that you're like, yeah, I, I remember, I'm just going back to a, a conversation we had at like 3 a.m. at JordanCon where we were like, <laughs> before we got the, the video, the Q&A video the next day, it was like, mm-hmm. I want to have a moment where I'm like, oh, crap. Like, what was that moment for you oh, for the season two trailer? In the trailer? Yeah. Let me think. Um, Loghain. Yeah. I literally yelled out loud when I saw I was like, what the hell? I literally said it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I remember that. Now I remember that conversation. Yeah. 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 What the hell is Loghain doing there? And um, Geeky Airy saying like the Loghain, not Loghain, but the swan scene taking place in episodes one or two is killing me. Like, I can't oh. make that work in my head. Like, she oh. thinks that is that it, oh, oh, was Is that in her video? Is that in her yeah. video? Yeah. And then she, because oh, we are look, doing, to, yeah. we're doing our, like, prediction breakdowns. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Tom did his, and I'm doing mine on Friday, and I'm just like, no. Like, I'm just assuming that's going to happen way later. Like, and now I'm like, oh, my God. Because I assume that she's meeting, he's meeting Loghain and Swan in the same area. Yeah, that's what I, I thought, That's too. a tough one. Yeah. But, yeah, but, definitely, what is Loghain doing there? What the hell? That was my yeah. yelling out loud moment, definitely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Me too, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. So how was this for you, Jen? Was it as scary as you thought? No, like- this was fun. Okay, good. I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we are so happy that you're doing a podcast because it's such a joy to listen to. And, you know, all of the, um, you know, listeners that you have and all of the episodes you've done just well-deserved, um, you know, you guys work so hard and you bring a lot. So thank you. Um, and thanks for, you know, taking some time out of your night to hang out with us. It was really great to have you. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Yeah, of course. All right. That's it for today. If you like what we do at The Lights Work, uh, please follow us on our social media accounts. We have a Twitter account, Lights Work Pod. We're on Instagram at The Lights Work. You can also join our Discord server or sponsor us on Patreon. And until next time, it's your turn to go out into the world and do The Lights Work. The Lights Work is a Wheel of Time fandom podcast hosted by Anas and Grace. The Lights Work is in no way affiliated with the Children of the Light. Please leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Follow us on social media or sponsor us on Patreon. <laughs>